This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Let's get to show on the road today. Go ahead, hit this other button here. There we go. We good. We Gucci today. Happy Tuesday for those who've tuned in to the show. Today we're going to get real. We're just going to keep it real. It's going to be a serious throat punch in your throat. I hope y'all ready for today's show. As soon as my, my mic stand start acting right. All right. It's going to be a serious throat punch in your throat today. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it 100 with you because somebody's got to do it. Today we're going to talk about something that you really need to know. You really, really need to know. It's the real reason you should stick to one niche. It's the real honest throat punch of an issue as to why you need to stick to one niche. All right. Why y'all in the comments real quick, make sure you post where you're from. I love to see where you, where you tuned in from, but first we got to do what we do every week and we got to roll these graphics. So let's do that. You're listening to content and cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, guys? My name is Ty, and if this is your first time on this channel, you got to understand that this channel is simply about turning your passion into profit. Here we teach you how to get that bag. If you want to learn how to make your girlfriend, sister look better, 
doing her photo shoot, this is not the place. But if you want to learn what you should have actually charged her, this is the, the, the channel you need to be on. My name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer. I own Flash Film Media. It's a company I've been running for the past five, six years, technically longer. I've been doing it full time for about five, six years. And I am here to help teach you the business side of this thing, help you understand how to get clients, why to get clients, where to get clients. How to, how to get that bag, how to transition from your job into doing this full time. So before we get started, make sure you hit that like button. All right, let's go. Let's talk about it today. I, I got to be real with you, fam. I got to be really honest with you. Somebody got to be really honest with you. It got to be me, right? We got a lot in the house. Okay. We got a lot of great places in the house, Australia in the house, and I'm going to cut right into it. And I'm just going to be, like I said, brace your neck protect your neck right now the reason you should stick to one niche and one niche only is because you can't afford to go work with three you can't afford it just gonna be real with you same reason why you don't got four cars right now the same reason why you don't have four houses right now you can't afford it right some people may not they, they want more kids can't get more kids right now you can't afford to work with multiple niches so what do i mean when i say that ty Ty, what do you mean when you say I can't afford it? I'm making blah, 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 you know, yada, yada, yada. To be competitive in one niche, marketing wise, you're going to have to have a budget that starts around two grand a month. One niche to be competitive, you're going to probably spend somewhere around $2,000 a month. Now, if you got three niches and you and you're trying to divide this $2,000 up, by three niches, you're not going to be able to put enough in the one to be competitive. So it's going to be difficult for you to get clients. Not only that, your website's going to be all over the place. So when you do get those people that happen to go to the third page of Google to come to your website, the website doesn't grab them. So your ability to turn a lead into a client is lower than it would normally be. So not only is your ability to grab a client below average, it's a D minus your ability to convert a client is a D minus and your experience working with that client is not well enough because you haven't done it enough to convince that one little person that trickle in to do business with you. You can't afford to do multiple niches. Now, can you? Of course. If I gave you 10 cars, I'm sure you could probably drive them all. I'm sure you can jump in a Honda Accord and know how to drive it around the block, come back, jump in the Toyota Camry and figure it out and know how to drive around the block. You could possibly park eight cars at your house. You probably got enough street room. You got enough driveway. I doubt if you have enough garage. Most people have a two-car garage at max. But you you can probably put, you can stash cars somewhere. Could you pay the insurance on eight cars? Could you pay the car note on eight cars? Could you pay to get them all um, the maintenance on eight cars? Could you pay to get them all waxed in the springtime? Could you pay to cover them all? Could you pay for those things? Could you pay for oil changes on all of them? Could you pay the toll road fees on all of them? Could you pay the registration on all of them? It would be very difficult for the average person, especially anybody that's looking to transition from your job to this as a full-time career. You cannot afford to jump into five niches. 
regardless if you can, regardless if you can, uh, you know, do it or not. Just like you have the space to park eight cars somewhere on or around your house, your front grass somewhere. You can probably park them, but you can't afford to properly keep them. A lot of people can't afford to properly maintain one vehicle. They'll have one car. They'll be paying the car note, and then they put an 83 gas in it, getting regular oil instead of synthetic. They're not getting it washed to keep the salt off of it if you're up north. They're not getting it waxed to keep the paint job right. They're not flushing the transmission fluid. They're not doing what they need to do to maintain one car. They can barely pay the car note. Often I see my friends who jump out and buy a Mercedes complain at the price of the parts. You you wanted to, to stunt. You could have got a Ford and been straight. You wanted a Mercedes. Now you're mad because a gas cap is $300 and the oil change is $250? No. You wanted that. That was your niche. You wanted to jump out. You want to jump out and work with lawyers? That's your niche? Know that it's going to be expensive. So I, I, I got to be real with you. As much as you want to sit there and do everything, stop. You can't afford to. Somebody needs to tell you that. You can't afford to unless you can pay a $2,000 bill every month to go towards something that you may not see the results for, for about 90 days. You can't afford to each niche requires about $2,000 depending on what your niche is. It may skyrocket and be more. If you're just doing video production, do you think, don't you think that every other person with a camera in that area is paying to come up under that keyword? So you're paying $5 a click, $4 a click. How many clicks does it take for your website to convert? If your website's not that good, that means I got to send a hundred people to my website to get two. So you're paying a hundred dollars times five. You're paying $500 to get two clients to call me. And if I can, if I can close one of those clients and they're just getting a thousand dollars worth of video, that means you're only making $500 and that's not including paying your crew yourself, the cost it's not worth it. So stop trying to be everywhere. You can't afford to be everywhere. Sorry, not sorry. Just cause you can afford whatever name brand unnecessary ass belt you bought to show off to your friends just because you can afford shirts with big gaudy logos and gold chains that don't really do anything. You can't afford to maintain the marketing in a niche to be dominant. You know what overcomes a bad website or what can help a bad website? Not overcome it. What can help a bad demo reel is for you to dominate your niche. It's for you to get so much traffic that so many seep through where you can be profitable. It's about dominating your niche. And if you cannot afford to do that, I got bad news for you. I'm not even going to play the music. You know where to go. Craigslist.com. So it's very important that you understand that it hurts. It sucks. You may feel like you're being attacked right now. You may feel like I'm talking to you. Listen, when it comes to niches, I'm going to say it again. Just because you can park eight cars at your house don't mean you can afford eight cars. Just because you can pay for something don't mean you can afford it. You've learned that, right? As an adult, you learn that just because I can pay for it doesn't mean I can afford it. So 
Just because you can do everything and in your mind, you can do everything doesn't mean you can afford to do everything. Right. You probably can go to go to the club every night, go to sleep by 3 a.m. and bounce back and go to work with no problem. But you probably can't afford to do it as you're older. When I say afford, I mean, as in sleep, as you're younger, when I say afford, it's as in money. So now that you know that dial it in, bring it in. Right. Because it's a lot easier to be successful in one thing than it is to do everything. The biggest, baddest, most well-known companies in the world started with one thing. They didn't jump out here with everything they have. Now you're looking at Coca-Cola's catalog. Now they started with just Coke. What? No Coke zero, no diet Coke, no caffeine free Coke, no vanilla Coke. It was just Coca-Cola. That's it, buddy. That's all we producing until that sold and they dominated the cola market. And then they were able to buy other brands or expand to other brands. They dominated their market first. You're not dominating your market. You're just out there. And then you want to bring out new products to nobody. Dominate your market. Figure out exactly what your niche is. Make sure it's three levels deep. And do it. All right. Make sure you knock that out real quick. We're going to go to our sponsor for the day. Right now we're doing buy one, get one. You buy a master course. You're going to either get a contract pack or you'll get the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you are a gold member, you should be taking advantage of this. Definitely. Everybody else, there's 15% off. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And also, um, we have a, a very prestigious uh, sponsor that's always been supporting our channel. Real quick, let's go to that because we got to talk a little bit more. Bro, did I just cut me off? I did. I wasn't finished talking, Ty. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit more um, about some things you can do. The sponsor is ready, fam. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit more <laughs> about some things you can do uh, to help narrow that niche as well as um, where you should be focused. All right, sponsor, you ready now? You ready, sponsor? Okay, cool. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. You're listening to Content and Cash. 
A Flash Film Academy podcast. So let's talk about something because, and I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to always say this, and I'm going to always, because I get a lot of questions about people like, Ty, I, I got this niche that I like, and I want to know if it's a great, if I should, if it's, listen, I got a whole course, a whole course right here where I spend chapters going over what you should pick, why you should pick, how you should determine if it's the right thing for you in your area based off your zip code, the ground, the dirt that you're standing on. I got everything there. It's there for a reason because there's certain things you need to know before you even talk about your niche, before you even decide what I should go into. There's some things you need to have in place. It's not just that easy, right? It's not, it's like me telling you, if somebody's saying, well, how do I do a U-turn, Ty? Well, first, I need to make sure you can properly drive the car. You understand what, what street signs are. You understand how to start and maneuver the car. Then we can get to the U-turn. It's literally, it's a lot of layers to it. And I'm not about to spend every show spending four hours re-breaking down why and what order when I have it done and it's for those who really want to take it to the next level. All right, let's get that out of here. And don't forget, you get that with that. Okay, any questions? Good. Let me post this back up because I'll start getting messages. There you go. So, um, let me see. I switch niches, but word of mouth is still bringing in clients for my old niche. What do I do? Okay. One or two things. You can either find somebody to refer, the, refer it to and get a cut, right? Work out a deal with somebody and say, Hey, if I send you a client, give me 10% or something like that. W- work out. I've had deals like that before. The average person is like, I don't care. Yeah. You mean to tell me you're going to help me fill up my calendar and I just give you a piece off the top. Okay. Too easy. Um, Definitely do that. So that's that's what I would do. Unless it is a really big job, then I'll jump into my old niche to do a big job. Um, so, and don't get me wrong. Listen, there will come a time where you can afford to do multiple niches, right? And the listen, the closer they are, the easier it is for you to market. Or if you got some that are very close, they can become upsells for the one thing you push. And I'll give you an example. My niches for my site is corporate event photography with videography. And then we added a photo booth. That was like kind of like one niche, right? Um, And if I got you on corporate event photography, I can upsell corporate event videography and then upsell a photo booth. So I'm bringing in three jobs off one niche, off one marketing plan. Right. So those things are close. They work. It's easy for me to be successful in that area because everything aligns. If you're trying to do corporate video and then you're trying to do weddings, that requires two totally different websites. So make sure your niches are as close together as possible. They and they should be an upsell for one. Right. You should be able to sell one and upsell them on the next. So if they're doing headshots, you should be able to upsell them on group shots and then upsell them on executive level shots and then upsell them on commercial photography that captures the brand. So those are things you need to keep in mind as you think about your niche. And those are things we teach. 
Just like if you are a gold member, you got to see an idea, more of an idea of the structure based pricing I was talking about in the behind the scenes video um, this morning. You got to forgive me. My allergies are killing me. But the behind the scenes video that I released this morning, I give you an example of the structure based pricing that we teach, how to use it, why to use it, when to use it. And if you're a gold member, then you have access to the video um, where we talk a lot about the pricing, how I price that job, right? Because I want you to understand how to price something like that. Two man crew, five hour shoot in your head. It should be like, boom, that's the price plus editing. Boom. That's the price. So that those are things that I teach you. And those who, who have taken that course and get it, it was like, Oh, cool. I see it in action. Got it. And, and that's, you want to get away from the traditional kits and all that stuff. You see, I got jokes today. Definitely. Um, where do you advertise to get traffic from your website? Okay. Now this is something that's weird. Okay. Um, Mark says, Ty, where do you advertise to get traffic to your website? Okay. That is, I'm going to tell you why that question is tricky, right? That's one of those questions of how do I make a U-turn? Because depending on what your niche is will determine where your traffic will come from. Let me give you an example, right? If I'm strictly going hardcore B2B, I may do more LinkedIn. If I'm a wedding photographer, I may do Facebook. If I'm doing um, senior portraits, I may even do Snapchat or TikTok because the younger ages are there. So depending on your need, I don't want to, what works for me, unless you're doing the same exact niche in the same exact market, won't work for you. I like to use a lot of Google because that's where people are. Um, sometimes I'll do Facebook. If I got a certain thing or a campaign, I'll do a little Facebook, but mostly Google. But depending on what your niche is, what area you're in, you could be watching me from China and you don't have access to that. They have something different that will work best for you. And I kind of explain that a lot more, um, in, in deeper courses. I try to go into that because you want to make sure that what you're doing, like, I don't want to tell you what to think. I want to tell you how to think about it, right? Once you've determined who your target audience is, I try to help you break down where to find that target audience. And a great marketing company will look at that. A great marketing company is like, screw what you're talking about and what you're trying to sell. Let me find out who buying this. I don't care who you're trying, who you want to sell to. I want to make sure you're successful. So let me see who's buying this, Right. Let me see who's buying this stuff and then let's get you in front of them because they're going to buy it. And as a marketing company, you understand that your success is strictly going to be based off how many customers you bring that client. Period. So that is their goal. And a lot of time marketing companies are very um, clear and honest about who the target audience is. So. Um, when it comes to B2B restaurants, um, it just depends. It depends on your, in your, it depends on your market, your area, what type of restaurant, different restaurants do different things. Chains do different things than mom and pops. Um, but it, it, it just, it's different. How do you, uh, price licensing? It depends on the client. Uh, it depends on a lot of things. I kind of go over that too, because pricing is different depending on your niche. A real estate price for video or photo is going to be different than if I did it for a restaurant that want to use these images in their menu. 
There's just going to be different price structures and different time frames. I'm looking into doing funerals, live streaming, um, but I have no experience in live streaming. Um, oh, but I have experience in live streaming a cooking show. How do I select that niche? It's going to be the same. It's going to pretty much be the same, just a sadder mood and probably less light. But but live streaming a cooking show and live streaming a funeral, the only difference is what you're filming is not moving. I don't have a drum, nothing like that, but um, it's easier. The, the subject is either laying there or somebody at the podium, two cameras. So uh, it's going to be easier to do, a lot easier to do. Would I recommend the EOS 250D? Let me see what that is. Because I bet you that's something that is like, we just call it a, oh yeah, it's a, it's the 6D. Um, 6D is a pretty good camera. Commercial streaming as a startup business, it's it's a decent camera. It's a decent camera. It's not It's not bad. You can't go wrong with it. Any camera out right now, especially with interchangeable lenses, you can't go wrong with it. There you go. <laughs> Zig Vicious says, attention small business owners, apply for the $10,000 grant. The government is offering small businesses to use to buy Ty's course and jumpstart your business. If you get any information on that, Zig, please post a link. I'd like to share it to people Get that so they can get that grant because there's some stipulations to it. You got to have your business side together. You got to have your LLC. You got to have your paperwork, your bookkeeping. You can't just say, I'm a business. Where's my grant? Or you will be in federal prison somewhere. So that's why I push you guys to get the legal side together, your bank accounts, your bookkeeping, all of that. Poland in the house. What's going on? All the way from Poland. That's what's up. Much love and appreciation. I want to get out there one day. I would love to see it. I had a friend who was from Poland. She uh, came over. She got married. In the, she got married to someone in the military and came over. She's cool people. So, you know, you want to make sure that when it comes to picking a niche, you can afford to do it. If you don't got two grand a month, minimum, if you don't have $2,000 a month for everything that you choose that you want to do, stop. Pick something. Roll with it. Rock with it. Right. And listen, let me say something. Um. Let me let me say something really quickly. Because it's important that you know, and we talk about this on our gold member live all the time. When you if you pick a niche and it's not working. Before you make the decision that nobody in that niche is buying, they don't want it. it's hard to get. I want you to look at yourself 10 times. For the next 10 times you have an issue in that niche, I want you to blame yourself. Because I guarantee you, 90% of the times, you are the reason you aren't having success in that niche. It ain't because people ain't buying. It ain't because it's saturated. It ain't because it's too many blah, blah, blah. It ain't because I can't reach the... It's you. It's your approach. It's how you're talking. It's what you're presenting. It's what you're offering. It's how you're walking in their building. It's probably your everything. It's you. So take that finger and point it at you. And fix that part. Work on yourself. That's the only part of the equation you can control. 
work on yourself. So my my uh, mouse is jumpy today. There you go. Danny Yen, what's going on, bro? Um, so yeah, here's Egg Vision's post. It's SBA. So if you Google SBA grant, you should be able to get information. So, you know, um, how am I posting live comments? I am using Restream right now. I love Restream. It's pretty dope when it works. I think it's my mouse that's acting up. Yeah. So, you know, it's very, 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 very important that you understand this. You got to understand this. This is the part that she that's that's that will slip out. This is the part they're not telling you. This is the part that, um, you know, they're not really talking about. Make sure because we're going to do a live where we go over um, submitted contacts. I'm not contacts submitted um, demo reels, websites and projects. Make sure you write down that email address. Um, submit to FFA slash from Academy at Gmail. There you go. Let Gmail servers handle that and not my business service. Um, but there you go. Make sure you submit to that. We're going to probably do, maybe we're going to start doing the last live of the month where we do that. Once I start getting enough submissions. So, um, yep. Tim, scary good marketing says the best thing to do is have outside eyes. Look at your niche and help you see the blind spots. Correct. What do I think about uh, restaurant commercials need to be more of a tighter. I'm not. Are you saying as a niche or as an idea for restaurants? I know a lot of restaurants that have a lot of social media presence when it comes to video and things like that. They have a lot of uh, um, they do a lot of commercials or quick video snippets. So definitely. Definitely, definitely. Definitely big on that. Got to get that LLC. Got to make sure your business stuff is together, man. You shouldn't even be, if you don't have a bank account and a business license, that should be the first thing. Stop buying gear. You would have that if you didn't buy all the gear. Stop buying gear. Stop buying gear. Remember, invest in yourself. Stop buying gear. Um, You want to definitely make sure you start to grow your business. Buying gear won't make you money. Let's just be real. Can I just be real with you for a second? Can I just be real? Let me put on my, listen, buying gear won't make you money. I don't care what you own. I don't care what you own. I don't care if you got a freaking helicopter with a camera on it. It does not, if it's sitting in your backyard, nobody knows about it. It doesn't make you money. I can go rent that. Stop buying gear. Stop being okay with spending $3,000 for a lens, but you cringe at the idea of a $200 a month. Google uh, pay-per-click package. Stop it. Stop it. You will not make it. You will not make it. I don't care what camera you got. So what? You can shoot with whatever. You can shoot with your iPhone. If you have a demo reel that's just a beast and a website that's a beast, a company will overlook the fact that you bust out an iPhone on set. They'll be like, wow, you shot it with that? And you're like, yeah. They're like, go for it. Because we've seen what you can do. Stop spending so much money on gear gear does not make you money gear does not make you better gear does not make you a professional gear does not 
take you to the next level. Gear does not make you official. Gear does not make clients feel comfortable on set. That's what you're thinking, right? I get this big client if I bust out this little camera. Nope. You know what does? A dope-ass website. A dope-ass demo reel. A dope-ass copy on your website that fully explain what you do and how it can help the client get a return on their investment. That's what helps you make money. That's what helps you attract clients. Clients see your page. They just not calling you because it's trash. Clients see you. If you go to your analytics, you'll see that nine or 10 people probably been to your website. Nobody called you because it was trash. Two to 300 people stopped by your Facebook page. Two to 300 people seeing your Instagram page. Nobody's calling you because it's trash. I don't care how many lenses you pose with. I don't care what camera body you stick on your 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 pictures for your Instagram. I don't care how many boxes of A7S 12s you got. Don't know. Clients don't care. They don't care. They do not care. Do you care what type of stove your favorite restaurant got? Do you care what type of pots and pans they use when they cook your food? You don't care. Think about it. Do you care what type of tool your cable guy used to come and install your cable? Do you care what type of wrenches your favorite mechanic uses? Do you care what type of tire changing machine your tire place uses? Do you care what type of machine they use to do your wheel alignment? Do you care? Do you care about the brand that makes the gas pump that you use to pump gas in your car every day? Do you care? Do you care about the type of register that's at 7-Eleven when you go buy up everything? Do you care about? You don't. You see where I'm going with this? Like you like, wow, I really don't care. I really, I really don't. You don't care about half the stuff that's in your house. You don't care about your coffee maker and you know what I mean? You don't care about that stuff. Your client don't either. Just because you care about gear and you think it's great don't mean you can use it to sell them. That will turn them off. You get too technical. If they wanted to get that technical, they would have gotten to the business themselves. They don't care. And you're right. Tim says bad copy will cost you. (laughs) It will cost you more money than all that gear you have and want. Bad copy will lose you clients, thousands of clients. Stop buying gear. Stop, stop feeling like gear is going to take you to the next level. This will gear. I can rent gear. I can't rent this. I cannot rent one of these. Not yet. I can rent all the gear you want. So Go ask them what brand gas pump it is. If people cared about what brand gas pump, what brand pump was at the gas station, they would see a pattern of which brands are getting hacked more and which brands aren't. If you do your research, you can see that there's a certain brand that hackers love to put their card skimmers in. They can buy a universal key on eBay and open it up, put their card skimmer in and close it. So that when I go to a gas station, I say, oh, that's this brand not taking a chance. But people don't care. Half the people don't even know what brand tires is on their car right now. Unless you're a car guy. You know how I many people I know that don't even know what type of motor they got in their car? I don't, I don't It's a two point. I don't know. They be at AutoZone tripped up when they ask them, what's your motor size? Uh, 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 it's a V8. Well, they made three V8s for this car. 
You paid this your second biggest investment in your life, and you don't know that much. You don't know about it. How? This is the second largest investment you're gonna make in your life next to your house, and you don't know what's under the hood, fam. So trust me, your client don't give a damn about your gear. Only you do. You and Canon. You Canon. And the rest of the YouTubers that want you to think that gear is why they are where they are. You can shoot with an iPhone these days. So if you want to grow your business, if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to leave your job and do this full time, it's not going to happen through gear. It's not going to happen through gear. Please understand that. If you don't understand it, this is what I want you to do. No, wrong button. I want you to take pictures of all the gear you got. I want you to go to Craigslist. I want you to write up something really nice. Take your time. And I want you to sell that gear. Because you're not going to make it. That's what I want you to do. I got to get you out of the idea of this. This is one of the things that is consumerism that you have been bred to think because you see commercials for gear all day you've been bred and taught you've been you you had gear just forced down your throat right just forced down your throat you've been taught this so much it's not even funny so keep in mind that if you want to grow your business grow your business grow your business grow this Invest in your website, invest in your reel and ways you invest in your branding and invest in showing value, invest in understanding how to show value. You just because you've been a consumer, just because you ate apple pie and I've used this a thousand times, just because you ate apple pie all of your life does not mean you know how to make a apple pie. There's nothing about the taste of an apple pie that tells you what temperature that stove or that oven needs to be on. Nothing about the taste of an apple pie tells you how many sticks of butter should go into an apple pie. I didn't even know it was vanilla in an apple pie until I read the, the ingredients. I was like, vanilla? Where? How? Just because you've been a consumer all of your life doesn't mean you know how to attract consumers, right? Doesn't mean you know how to attract consumers. Something you got to think about. Um few questions coming in some range from healthcare to contracts uh contracts of course we got the contract pack which is a bunch of contracts or you can get them individually healthcare i go into detail in the master course um chapter one um but a lot of it comes to paying out of pocket a lot of it i'll give you this example when it comes to um healthcare you've been taught to think that jobs offer you a great discount on healthcare. That's absolutely not the case. I probably pay less as a business owner than I would going through a company. That's just not the case. They're not eating your healthcare like that. Like they're not eating a major cost in your healthcare like that. It's not happening. Go to healthcare.gov, choose a plan that's right for you. Wham, bam, there you go. Um, You do need gear to create. I'm not saying you don't. I'm saying gear doesn't make you. If you got a 50 millimeter, I'm gonna be, listen, and I, I even talk about this in, in, in part one. I'm going to show you which one I talk about to answer all of these questions in full detail. Um, 
if you have you can you can take over the game with two lenses and a camera body. If you had a 24 to 70 and a 70 to 200 and a camera body, you can do a majority of photography and videography with those with those three. The next the very next lens I would add. Excuse me, the very next lens would be a 50 millimeter. With those three lenses you can you can take over the world. Period. Period. If you had to have a minimum of three things, that's it. Add in a live mic and then start working on lighting and that's that's it. Um, website, go to website for clients. I like Artlist. There should be a link in the description. Um, I like them a lot. I like them a lot. Um, they're just, they just have quality stuff. That's right. Worked off a Nikon D5100 for a decade. Sold it, upgraded to Blackmagic Pocket 6K. The gear wasn't too important. All the work I got after college. So I, it's all, it's all about the business. It's all about the, the business. You don't need the top of the line latest. One of your biggest concerns um, leaving a nine to five is healthcare. Nope. It's designed to keep you in the trap. The idea that you're going to lose healthcare and you're going to lose security is designed to keep you in the trap. You don't get to control your healthcare like you think. When you go purchase it separately, you can get whatever plan works best for you. You got 50 different plans to choose from. When you go to your job, they're probably only giving you three. And I guarantee you, you're probably going to pay about the same amount. It will fluctuate 10 to 20 percent up or down. Trust me. So, um, would I still recommend a 24 to 70 and a 70 to 200 with an APS-C body? That's a great question. Yes, I'm going to tell you why. I always buy full frame glass. I never buy or rarely do I buy APS-C glass because eventually you may get to a full frame. And you don't want to throw away glass. I'm really hurt that my 18 to 35 does not work on my A7S 3s It's my favorite video lens, but it's APS-C. I replaced it with a, I want to say it's a 20 to 35, something like that. But um, definitely something to think about. Definitely something to think about. I, I would get the full frame glass if it was me. Um, so um, good website. Builder for photography business. I even covered it. It's uh, Squarespace. I even talk about how to set it up, where to set it up, why to set it up, who to hire to do the copy, who to hire to, to do to create the custom design um, in that course as well. I buy lights. Yep, that's where it's at, Tommy. It's all about lighting. Once you got your camera and your three lenses, invest in lighting. Invest in lighting. Look at that. We closed a $25,000 deal just doing screen capture videos, just using our Atomus recorder and a mic. All facts. Because you know why? Because Tim's website is designed to attract clients that are within a niche that he does well. He dominates that niche and they pay top dollar for it. Let me let me um let me um talk about that for a second. Let me talk about that for a second. Cause I want to make sure that, you know. Let me let me drop some more jewels. Listen, in your mind, you feel like you need to do everybody's job to make money. Scratch that. That is the wrong way to think about it. And I'm going to tell you straight up. If you think like that, you are wrong. If you think you got to get money from do everything to make a living, you are wrong. Stop thinking like that. Specialize in something. 
provide value, be reassuringly expensive, and dominate your market. And you will make more money doing the same thing than you would trying to figure it out for every job. Stop trying to do everything. Right? Stop trying to do it. You can be you can make way more money being a specialist. Right? Midas does what? Brakes and and mufflers. That's it. They said we ain't touching transmissions, we ain't touching oil. We doing brakes and mufflers. That's what we specialize in. Now they probably got some upsell stuff that they do, but there's companies that do just that. I've I watched a company the other day that's growing like crazy that comes to your house to change your brakes. That's it. Mobile mechanic that comes to your house and change your brakes. Tommy, you got full permission to steal that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Steal it, bro. He says he's like the reassuringly expensive. So these are companies that specialize in things that are very niche. Come into your home or office to change your brakes. And they are killing the game. Just like gas deliveries. Like who wants to get people want gas delivered to their car while they're at work. Fill it up. People want car washes delivered. Fill it up. Clean it up. While I'm in my office, I've seen, and you think it's crazy. Listen, I've seen corporate clients, right? As a gift to their employees, they would wash their cars on Friday. So a guy who has a portable car washing business, and you like, oh, what are you going to do with that? That ain't, he's getting corporate clients that are booking them to do 50 cars every Friday. Do the math on that. So this is something that wouldn't have happened if he was everywhere, but he decided I'm going to offer this to corporate clients. I'm going to be a super niche, high detail car washing company. And now he has contracts. Keep the CEO's car clean, do all the executives. So those are things you got to think about. You got to think about that's, that's, People will pay for convenience. Facts, Tim. People will definitely pay for convenience. So those are things I need you to. You can be convenient within your niche and offer that. Today's today's live is full of throw punches. I got a Godox AD 400 Pro as a key light, which should be a great secondary to go with it. Another one or AD 200. I like to have multiple and remember, remember another gym alert, big time gym alert. And I talk about this. These are things that if you've taken, if you've, if you've taken a course, you're tired of hearing about it. I get it. So just pause for me, those, and let me just go over it for those who haven't. Um, if you don't have two camera bodies, you don't have one. Do not go in business with one camera. Do not go in business with one camera. Say it again. Do not go in business, business with one camera. You need to have two of the same cameras or two cameras from the same family. Now, what do I say when I mean family? I'm strictly talking color because you don't want a camera to fail in the middle of a shoot. You bust out a second camera and the color is completely different. You need to have two cameras of the same family, two Sony's, two Fuji's, two Black Magic's, something like that. Something that is close in color, not a two camera shoot. Not, I'm not talking about two camera shoots where you got two cameras at the same time. I'm saying if you're showing up to do a one camera shoot, you need to have two cameras 
period. Do not go into battle with one gun. Always keep a sidearm. And that's correct. If you don't got, if you don't have two, you don't got one. Do not go in business with one camera. If you're in business and you're buying a camera to run that business, if you can't afford two cameras, you can't afford to be in business. Sorry, not sorry. If whenever you buy a camera for your business, if you're not getting two of them, you can't afford to buy that camera. Find something that's halfway to half the price and go with two of those. So. Keep keep uh keep that in mind. Check your polo distracting up in the back. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm about to look at that. Tony Love, say that again so I can really understand. But let me say that again. Let me let me let me hit the button. Nope, I keep hitting the wrong one. If you're going on B&H and you're looking for a camera to start your company and you want to upgrade, when you hit that add to cart button, hit that bad boy twice. The price you see doesn't reflect what's in your bank account. You can't afford to go into business. Sorry, not sorry. I would rock two A6400s before I rock one A7S3. I've done it. I've had two A6500s. You think you want to see pain? Be on the shoot. Land the biggest client of your life, a big check. And be there with one camera and let that camera flip out and freak out. And and you just sitting there looking stupid two hours into an hour shoot on something that's live. On something they can't redo. Just getting their money back won't be enough. Customers aren't like, oh, you're okay. It's okay. You guys can go. Nope. Nope. Wait till you start seeing court paperwork. Wait till you start having people want to sue you because they, they spent all this money for this event to film and you didn't film it. The damages won't just be their deposit back. That's what most people think. Like, I'll just send them their deposit back and we'll be square. No, you won't. You won't. They'll be coming for everything you got. So keep that in mind. What if I truly enjoy? Oh, you talking about this? Oh, yeah, that's the muscles, man. It's that neck muscle, boy. Anyway, what if I truly enjoy doing multiple things? artistically camera operation design dj and beat production should i focus on one instead of the most lucrative um the one i enjoy the most yeah focus on what you love doing the most that will always be the most lucrative maybe you're not right now but if you're that good at that it will always be the most lucrative besides do you want to if you wanted to live a life where it was just about making money you go work in a plant right now there's other things you would do to Make more money today that sucks that you don't like doing. So don't choose what you don't like doing out of all the things you kind of like doing to make money. Choose what you love. Become the best at it. Provide value. Become reassuringly expensive. Be the subject matter expert. Dominate the market. Uh, Still running two Canon 80Ds with a Rebel T6 as a backup. 
And once in a while, the iPhone X do some nice time-lapse footages. I love my iPhone X for time-lapse. I use a lot of GoPros. Can you own run one and rent the other? Yes, you can. Just go to it. Just It needs to be, you need to take two to a shoot. I like to shoot multi. You want to have redundancy in every aspect of your business, right? Two SD cards recording to both at the same time. Two cameras on deck for every one camera. So if you think about it, if you're running a dual camera setup, you need to have two cameras that's in a bag waiting. Every two cameras you got becomes one camera. Minimum, you need to have one extra. I take two. If I got to run a dual camera setup, I got four cameras with me. Keep that in mind. Um, Definitely keep that in mind. And you can rent other cameras. Just factor it into the price. Factor it into the price. There's no way to become the best at all three. There's absolutely no way. That's chasing perfection. There's no way to be the best at all three. Can't happen. Unfortunately, it's just, you know, it's just the way the world works. You can chase it. You can be good at all three. It's difficult to be. Nobody's the best at everything, right? Kanye is a great producer. He's a decent rapper. He's a terrible clothing designer. Shoes may be popping a little bit, but you can't be the best at all three. Like nobody's good at everything. LeBron James is the GOAT. He's terrible at the free throw line. Everybody has weak spots. Michael Jordan had weak spots. Kobe Bryant had weak spots. Shaq had weak spots. So you can't be the best at everything. You can be the best at what you focus and put your mind to. It's just life, right? It's just life. Um, so keep that in mind as you you grow your business. Let me put this back on the screen because I got one message. I don't know why it always happens, but it happens. There you go. Um, it's real simple. It's just live 15. You can remember that uh, before I get messages on it. So again, let me recap a little bit because we're getting ready to wrap. Let me recap. You can't go into multiple niches because you can't afford to go in multiple niches. You can't afford to dominate multiple niches. You just can't afford to do it. Now, if you can, if you listen, everybody, there is, there is a few people who come from money or who has a great savings account, or they're in a situation where they say, Hey, Ty, I can put $2,000 a month towards this. I can put $2,000 a month towards that and put another 2000 a month towards this. Won't miss a meal. If that is you, congratulations. You are capable of doing it. You are the exception to the rule. If you're looking at the first 2000, like, wait, what? Why 2000? That two, that's a mortgage, man. That's a, that's a whole, if you've said that, if you said, why do I got to spend 2000 for marketing? Where do you get 2000 from? Or 2000 seems like it's a lot. If you've said that, I'm talking to you. Stop trying to do everything. Perfect one. Be a beast at it. Grow from there. Create a I suck at I suck at grammar and English. My grammar sucks. People people spot misspellings for me all the time. I hire people just to reread it. Like go through it. Editors and everything. That's why that's really how I started on my copywriting journey and figure and learned that I met people who can sell the product on, on paper better than I can. And it started paying off. I started seeing results from having better text. Here I am 
I started where a lot of you guys are portfolio website and, you know, flashy and thinking it's going to be yada, yada, yada. And I learned that that's people want to read. People just can't say we do headshots. What does that entail? I never got headshots done. Susie booked the headshot photographer last time. I don't know what to look for. And that's right. 2000 may only get you in the door. People don't understand. You know what it is, but they don't know. They can't read your mind. And we as artists, right, as photographers, we just assume the world knows what goes. No, they don't. Nobody respects what we do. That's why they say, that's you got a good camera. You, you took that picture? You must got a really good camera. I'll slap you in your face if you keep giving my camera my credit. My camera didn't know what, what F-stop to shoot at. It didn't know what ISO to be at. It didn't know what the shutter speed was. It didn't keep up with the bird flying across my screen. It did not do all of that. It, not, it did not determine what the, what the white balance should be. Nope. I did that. Stop giving my camera credit. It is so disrespectful. So, you know, you said, what if I want to take the door off the hinges? You're going to spend probably about 50 Depending on what your niche is, you may have a niche that's not dominated that much and you can go after it. You may have a niche where everybody named mama. You want to you want to knock the doors off family portraits. You're going to spend a grip because everybody named mama who just got their camera from Best Buy last week and got a 51.4 and it just so happened to drop down to F1.4 or F1.8 to take that picture of their kids with the blurry background. They're now portrait photographers even though their website is a portfolio website full of leaves and trees and car bumpers and black and white photos of old barns, they are now photographers. So you're going to compete with everybody who decided to boost a listing on Facebook this week. You got to compete with all, with all of all of that. I can't even talk. So you're going to spend some bread. It just it costs. It costs. That's just business. Don't take it personal. Right? Bentleys are $250,000. They don't cost too much. You just can't afford it. And that's the case with a lot of stuff in the world. Nothing is too expensive. You just can't afford it. So whenever you see something and you see the prices outrageous, don't get mad at them. Be mad at yourself because you didn't put yourself in position to afford it. That's why I don't even when I when I you you got to be careful of the friends that ride past a big house and say stuff like oh, it would cost a whole lot to get all this grass cut. They can afford it. They can afford it. You got the V8 that mug drink all the gas. I know the gas prices. Is, I can afford it. Get out of here with that guy. Move to the side. Nobody with a Corvette is worried about gas prices. Nobody with a Tesla is worried about power prices. But the guy who can't afford the Corvette is like, I bet you would drink all that. It's probably I'm just drinking gas. Sit down, brother. Because the guy with a Corvette ain't worried about it. The guy with a Cadillac truck don't care about gas prices. If gas go up to $5 a gallon, he's still filling it up. People who, are, who can't afford it, they're worried about it. I bet you your insurance is... Sit down, bro. Nothing is too expensive in this world. It's $100 bottles of water. You think that's crazy? The people who sell it think it's crazy that you can't afford it. Sorry, not sorry. So, and if you don't look at your brand that way, you're going to be the guy cutting deals and lower, low getting low ball. 
There are people who can't afford flash film media, right? They just can't afford it. Hey, I'm a, and I'm nice about it. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, I can refer you to somebody. And when things get right, we would love to be a part of your next project. It's perfectly fine, but you need to set that bar. You need to be decide that you're Lexus and not Toyota. That's up to you. They can't, everybody's going to try to get a Bentley for the price of a Corolla. Everybody would, everybody rich or poor. If they can get a Bentley for the price of a Corolla, they would take that. The only reason they don't is because Bentley don't allow you to. They don't allow you to. They're like, nope, this is where we are. If you can afford it, let's do business. If not, there's a Toyota dealership right down the street. I wish you the best. When things, when you get things in line and things are a little bit better, we would be more than happy to sell you this Bentley we have here. Until then, I think Corollas are on sale down the street. That is literally my mentality. When I'm, when, that's why I don't even ask what your budget is. I don't care. I don't care what your budget is. I, that's why a lot of people, oh, what's your budget? I don't go that route. I don't care what your budget is. This is what my prices are. If you can afford it, if it's within your budget, then let's do business. If not, get off my phone in a nice tactful way. Let me refer you to somebody who may be in that price range of your budget's not there. Let me refer you to those guys. And in the future, if things change, you guys decide you want to take it up a notch or you want to go, you know, all in, we will be more than happy to help you. That's why I never leave. I don't even teach you guys to go with what's your budget. That's that question is a turnoff. That's literally you're at the bar and you literally over, you look over at the girl like, so how many drinks is it going to take? Because I'm ready to go. And she like, what? Even in her mind, she may have been like, shoot, two more drinks and anything, anything is possible. But because you asked her that, she like, what? Oh, no, I'm about to, let me go and get out of, let me get my stuff, literally. Literally. I just want to break it down for you. I just want to be honest with you. It's literally, it's literally stopping in the middle of a makeout section, a session, and you're like, so what are we about to do? What? Literally. In layman's terms, I'm just trying to break it down. I'm trying to give you the idea of what it feels like. It's like being on a date and you ask a girl what's her bra size, literally, on the first date. Yeah, so I enjoy, you know, uh, playing a little of this. What, what? Excuse me, what? What's your bra size? She like, what? Literally. It's so, it's such an uncomfortable question. It's like I'm playing poker and I'm asking you to show me your hand. What you got? Before I, literally. I don't, so many people go in with that and they are just, just blind to that. They're just blind to how they've just killed the conversation. Because you know what? You know what? What's your budget? You know what that what that says to people? You're trying to maximize the money you can get from me without worrying about what my problem is. At the at at the bar, you're trying to take me home without caring about me. Even though I want to go home, even though the, the girl may be like, I want to go home. But because you brought it up like that, I don't want to go home like that. You're at the date asking the bra size. And she's thinking like, you're not focused on this. You're focused on this. Even though it's a package deal. 
but your mind is not where I where it should be. Your mind is not in a place that is trying to help me solve the issue of not dating anymore, or being in a relationship because your mind is here. You're going to get that. If you get this, you're going to get that. Why are you worried about that? That's corny. That's a that's stuff corny guys do. You be with your friends and they blurt out something. And you're like, bruh, what did you think? So that's just in layman's terms. I'm just trying to break it down for you to understand where this, what's your, so what's your budget? I don't care how nice you put it. What did you guys have a budget in mind? Nope. These are my prices. I'll know when I present my prices in your tone, whether or not you're ready to do business with me. And you may not be, and that's fine. Everybody that go into a, a Bentley dealership can't afford a Bentley. Some people just there to look. Some people are there to just get in the cars and be like, wow, look at this. No, we don't need any help. Everybody's not there. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the game as best I can give it to you. I'm giving you the game and I'm trying to use real relatable items that everybody's been through or a situation that you've been in to feel what it's like to, to experience that, right? Get rid of the, what is your budget? Structure-based pricing. Know what your pricing is. Allow clients to upsell themselves or, or give them something to upsell, just like Apple do, right? Apple don't ask how much money you got to spend on a the computer. These are our prices, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. And you can pick the lowest one and add enough stuff to be over 4,000. Like they give you options to add. That's what you're going to do. That is what we teach here. That's what we teach here. That's the flash from Academy method. So, and it works. Cause once I teach it to you, you're going to notice that everybody's doing it. McDonald's, Burger King, Apple, Tesla, GM, Ford, everybody's around you selling you something at a base price. And they're allowing you to add options to get to where you can afford it. Because if you came in the door, excuse me, allergies. If you came in the door with $10,000 and I brought you in at a base price at five, I got your attention. Cause you're like, Oh snap. This is way cheaper than I thought it would be. And then I gave you options. You're going to add the options until you get to $10,000. You've max, you've maximized your own budget by feeling like you're saving money. You, you feel like you're saving something and you're getting extra things. You're going to do that to yourself. That's how business works. So you gotta, you gotta understand the game so that you can offer it in a way that is profitable for you. And a client feel like they're leaving with maximum value. That's how you get a client for life. That's how people refer you. That's how you get great testimonials. That's how you get great reviews. That's how you get clients that keep buying stuff over and over and over and over again. Every time they budget open up, they coming back to you to spend it. You are their favorite stripper <laughs> and they just want to throw money at you. <laughs> So you got to think about it like that. Um, Man, love the show. In this day, you can really only have one niche. If you're mainly doing photography, I'm portraits, lifestyle, wedding photography, shots, um, headshots this weekend, your thoughts. Pick one and go at it, right? Pick one and go at it. Lifestyle is difficult to make money on lifestyle. However, when I've done corporate shoots, 
a lifestyle image was a upsell. I've done corporate shoots and we've done apparel. We've done um, clothing products and they wanted to add a lifestyle shoot to it. They wanted to add headshots to it. They wanted to add group shots to it. So stick with one and offer the other as a upsell. So keep that in mind. Your pricing definitely works. Got a client to buy an additional 30 images because it made sense and it was easy to understand. Derek, yeah, once you the once you take the course and I break down how to how to create products from your, your services and how to price it, you can just submit it to them and they will I can't tell you how many times I've submitted five thousand dollar quotes that came back at fifteen and twenty. Because I gave them the options. Because I gave them the options. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the sub. So you want to make sure that you are. These are things that gear can't help you solve these problems. Gear can't help you solve sliders and cranes and gimbals and the new first person view drone and another live. It ain't going to help you solve these issues. But you know what will help you solve the gear issue? Money. Clients, clients who have money, they're paying, they're buying your services over and over again. There's no greater feeling than than having all of your bills paid, all of your debt paid, and you got extra money and you're like, well, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this extra money? You ever felt like that? Because if you have not felt like that, it's because the you invested in gear. If you have a business that's running on all cylinders, if you're booked for the next two months, if you have deposits for stuff that's from, you know, July, August coming up, you know what that feels like. So where did you learn how to sell like that? Hustlers in Northland? (laughs) I'd have been there plenty of times. You don't know about the big old, what is that? A polar bear statue? You from the D, you know about that. Anybody from Detroit that been to Northland know about that one statue they got. I think it's like a kid on a polar bear or something. I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, that's where I learned. Hudson's in Northland. That's old school. That's some Detroit stuff for those who who not from the D. Um, but you 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 know, grow your business, people. If you want to make a living, you want to make money, you want to do this full time. If you've made that decision, hey man, I'm tired of working for the man. I want to sleep in, go on vacations when I want, have the freedom, film all day. Love doing it. Going to the business side of it. Gear won't save you. Just won't. I'm I, Gear won't save you. It's sold to be that way. But it's not the answer. This is the answer. Focus on that. All right. With that being said, we're over an hour. I'm going to get ready to wrap. Real quickly, I want to say two things. We got buy one, get one. What's going on this week? After that. It's gone on both. I'm giving you the game. I'm giving you everything, fam. Like, I don't know what else I can do. Um, So I want to say thank you for your support, those who tune in. We also have a podcast where you can listen to this and more by going to or searching for content and cash. If you are a Apple user or wherever you listen to podcasts, please rate it because we're starting to chart. We're starting to chart. We're starting to be one of the, the top entrepreneur podcasts in the in the world. Please help us do that by rating it. Even if you don't listen to podcasts, go to your podcast app, download it and just rate it for me. Just give a review. I would greatly appreciate that. 
And if you learn something today, if you learn anything, if you learn just a little bit, if you learn what not to do on a date, please make sure you hit that thumbs up button. If you're not subscribed, please make sure you subscribe. And remember, we do this every week, one o'clock Central Standard Time. If you are a gold member, I will see you Thursday because we're going to do it again. And, you know, gold members, we bring people on. We answer more questions. We try to uh, we try to uh, we usually go about three hours. We usually go three hours, man. We go a long time and we just have some great conversations Um, and we get to talk about individuals, um, specific situations, problems and things that they're going through. So it's a great place to be if you are serious about growing it, serious about growing it. So make sure you definitely do that. Um, All my gold members, they definitely love it. And we have a good time. Um, And we learn a lot about each other and about how to move forward in the business, especially given the current landscape, things that worked for you a year ago or two years ago won't work for you today. However, in this situation, in this um, time that we're in, there is so much opportunity. It's not even funny. There is so much like seriously, if your phone's not back ringing right now, as a video production or a photography company, it's because you're doing what worked in 2019 because I'm booked solid. I am super booked right now. My phone is back off the hook. Um, and my team, we're just out there masked up, gloved up doing it because we understand we've, we've marketed to companies that are trying to get out of the rut. We've marketed to companies that need help trying to figure out what type of content works during this COVID during this pandemic. And we've been successful at that. We switched from doing more, more video to live stream. We've just switched things up. We've pivoted the company in a way to help clients past or new, um, in this, this current situation. You need to be mindful of how to do that. So with that being said, I'm a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in. I will see y'all next week. All right. Stay safe. Mask is your thing. Rocket. If not YOLO. And I'll see y'all in the next live. You've been listening to content and cash, a flash film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.